rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What is up? Hello, everybody. I'm not a robot. I'm sounding like a robot. I wish I was a robot. Wouldn't it be much better than having feelings? It reminds me of Star Trek The Next Generation. There was an episode where Data got feelings. He got a feelings chip installed. And by the end of the episode, he was crying to Captain Picard, take it out, take it out. That's how I feel sometimes. Thank you for hanging out. My name is Tara Devlin. We are, uh, I don't know, we're hanging out together. We meet every Saturday evening. We have a set show Saturday evenings from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels, and we are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices, anytime on the Progressive Voices app. Please give the show a good review on iTunes, and keep coming back. It works if you work it. Work it. You're worth it. This is unapologetic liberal talk because we don't have to apologize for being on the right side of history and decency and humanity, okay? So I'm hoping my goal here with doing the show is to push the those who are pushable, like the the Democratic Party. See, I, I feel like the Republicans, they're a lost cause. The Democrats need, I mean, just the average Joe Democrats, the ones who identify as Democrats, and they're not, they don't, maybe they're not, as politically aware as some of us. But you have to assume, which I do, you don't have to do anything, I guess, but I assume that if you're identifying as a Democrat, that you're doing you, you, you're doing it because you're, you have hope. You're a somewhat decent person. Not that Democrats are perfect by no means, and People do stupid things, and I'm sure there are a lot of assholes, too, who are Democrats. Do you know what I mean? But not as much as Republicans. I mean, it really is a high concentration of sick, very sick individuals. I guess they like to call themselves rugged individuals, but there's nothing rugged about them or individual about them. Just try being an individual in the Republican Party, and you'll see what happens to you. They don't really like individuals in the Republican Party. You have to really, I mean, it really is a cult. It is the true definition of a cult, especially now that they have Twitter, their tax-cheating, draft-dodging con man, an outright con man. Imagine that. Of course, we were always headed in this direction, but usually they played the game a little better. They literally have a con man as a as a leader. Somebody, and I'm not just saying this. It's not just me calling him names. We we have documented proof that he is a con man, a grifter, a serial bankrupt tax-cheating, draft-dodging, dictator-envying con man. Somebody who laundered money. I didn't get that. Could I, you try again? Oh, real, try to keep up, Siri. 
please. What is she? What the hell? Was I talking to her? And now you distracted me. I was on a roll. Um, all right, let's get into... See, she distracted me. I'm sorry. I was saying something, and it went right out of my head after she... I didn't get that. Well, maybe I should take it as... I. It, it's something that helps me keep on my toes, I should imagine, because that's kind of the reaction we get from some people that we try to educate. I mean, the reason we do the show is because... I mean, and it's, this is our show. I might be... I guess, in the driver's seat, but this is a community effort. So we can't, I can't do it alone. You guys are the producers of the show, and you're definitely, I think, you know, the, you're the OG, the OG terror busters, the old, you know, the old, the old guard. And hopefully there'll be millions more of you soon, soon enough. But we, we don't have any chance without pushing um, the normal people of this country where they need to go. These are people that they're not quite, I think you know, they, we have to really look at the Republicans. They have, they have been very successful in their misinformation and disinformation campaigns because that's all they have. So they've been successful in a nation of immigrants, vilifying immigrants. I mean, really, think about that. How, how crafty, how sick one has to be. Um, they've also been extremely successful in redefining what it means, what the, what the American dream is. It used to be commonly understood as the American dream. The American dream was everybody deserves a decent middle-class life, right? That used to be the American dream. That's why people came here. Because a middle class is an aberration in history. Let's get this straight. Uh, this We had a period of time called the Great Prosperity, and that was because government policy built a working-class a white working class majority from the ground up. And yes, we're in a new stage, hopefully, where normal people, Democrats, we progressives, you know, democratic socialists, normal people, we are demanding that everybody has a seat at the table. We, we really need to... Um, rectify our past sins, our racist-ass division and all that. Otherwise, we're done. So anyway, the, but they have been successful. The right-wingers have been very successful in redefining important, uh, the important, the ways that we look at ourselves as Americans. They have been extremely successful dividing this country. But, of course, they didn't do it alone. The whole thing is corrupted by money. So this is why we do the show. We have to get, it has to, we have to get to that tipping point where the majority of Americans understand that we're in this together. Everybody in, nobody out. I mean, these are the, 
the phrases, the slogans that we that we say, because they're easily they're palatable, they're easily remembered, and it there will come a time that the that, that we will reach that tipping point. We won't do it without owning the liberal owning the media, liberal media, whatever. There is no liberal media. This is the liberal media. So thank you for your support. That's the point. Please, well, what am I saying? Whatever. I'm so sick of saying, please become a patron. I want to vomit, but whatever. I have to keep saying it. It's annoying. I hate it. Let's not, let's not talk about it right now. Let's pretend we don't need patrons. For a minute. Just for a minute. Yes, Ed says in the... In the chat, Ed the First says, two days in a row. Exactly. When I have the time, I'm going to try to do a show. It's, they may not necessarily be three hours or four hours. We've reached that mark. We've had shows that are four hours long. I don't know who the hell is listening after four hours or three hours even. Who's listening after, <laughs> I don't know, some... <laughs> Shut up out there. Some sarcastic bastard is going to be like, who's listening after three minutes? But no, people do listen. They do. I'm glad to hear it. So, because um, I, I honestly, I, there's a, we're, we're in a minority. The unapologetic liberal media minority. This is it. You're, I'm one. I'm a, a proud, unapologetic normal person, Bob Kincaid, Mike Malloy, you know, all of the, the actual liberals that are, I mean, pushing, what are we pushing? We're, we're pushing the American dream. We're pushing that crazy progressive notion that, um, we're in this together. Everybody knows that deep down in their, in their hearts, we know that. That's why we, human beings are interdependent. We have, we either move forward together or the right-wingers drag us back. So, all right, whatever. We're doing a show. Well, I'm going to do a show as many times as possible. It also helps get the word out. The more content we create, you never know who hears it. And And I mean, so we can really make a difference. Isn't that the point of life? What is the meaning of life? I ask myself this all the time, especially why am I, why am I in here in America, in this country, this effed up country that has so much potential? That's what's so frustrating about living in this country. The, the founding documents, the promises in our founding documents, our history, how we were created, birth from the liberal age of enlightenment. This, it's an amazing origin story. And we could really be that, I mean, this is a saying I hate, that shining city on a hill. I'm so sick of that stupid phrase, that shining city on a hill. We could be, though. We could be a beacon for the world to follow instead of the disgrace, this hypocritical, I don't know, sadness, the sadness that I feel 
listening and watching the Republicans weave their bullshit and millions of Americans fall for it. It's, it really does bring sadness. It's, you know, I know I like to yell and whatnot on the show sometimes, but anger is sadness. Ultimately, when you get back down to it, because I've had a lot of therapy, that's the truth. And yeah, how, uh, how did anything change? How did we overthrow a king? It all started with in it with a whisper with um radical progressives in tea shops whispering about um the the whispering about the liberal age of enlightenment saying you know i heard i read these uh i read john locke i read rousseau can you believe they they say we don't need a king in an aristocracy so it didn't happen overnight. It, it happened for hundreds of years. The thinking started to change. And uh, that's how it goes with humanity. It really is. That's the truth. Um, so democracy for a while there, you know, democracies f started to be um, more, uh, well, most, most countries, not most, but you know what I mean, uh, throughout Western civilization, you had uh, monarchies, intergenerational aristocracies. And then for this brief period of time, most of most enlightened thinkers or most just people thought you believe that democracies are the most um, benevolent form of government. It is the most natural form of government. But now you see there's a new trend happening where autocracies are rising up. And we're on that list. So what better, what, how much, um, what a victory for the autocrats of the world to take this democracy down. And they also, the, the thing that makes me sad, besides everything else that makes me sad, is Putin himself literally, I mean, this is not me saying this, that uh, thinking this is what happens behind closed doors. This is what he says. They point to, to the United States as, um, as an example of why you the Russian people want to keep him in power. You see, you don't want a democracy. Look at the chaos in the United States. You don't want that. What they have, that thing is broken. So that's what right-wingers have done to us. And, of course, the feckless Dems have allowed them to do it. Last night we got into it. I was so irritated listening or well, well there was that article where Gene Shaheen Democrat Gene Shaheen said that the Republicans are bordering on sedition so I don't know what is bordering on sedition when you're literally using your propaganda outlets and your secretary I mean the propaganda outlets to spread the lie 
that the election that it was free and fair and the and your own people say it was the most secure in American history. But you're out there and you find many willing co-conspirators to say that, oh, no, no, it was stolen. The election was stolen. And <laughs> that's bordering on sedition. Bordering. I don't know. Seems kind of like sedition to me. And then you have the secretaries of state um, filing fake ass lawsuits and members of the right wing fascist Republican greed centered death cult signing on to these fake ass lawsuits. So if that's not sedition, what is? What do you got to do? To be, to be recognized for what you are around here. Have the courage to say what, what, you, what your lying eyes are telling you. Like Twitler says, oh, don't believe the media. What, what you're hearing and reading and seeing on the news are all lies. I'll tell you what's real. Yeah, that's an autocrat for you. So let's call him what he is. He's not bordering on sedition. This is not a border. We're not bordering on anything. We're in it. They, I mean, we bought the ticket. We're on the ride. How much longer are we going to take it? I have to ask. Now, tonight, well, first of all, thank you, Robin, for your super chat. Anger is, is an energy. Yes, it is. It certainly is. And Jim, thank you again for your super chat. Jim always pays the cover charge in the Tara Buster community. Excuse me. I know it's kind of gross. I'm drinking and you're listening to it. You're probably like, ew, that's why I can't become a patron or <clears throat> like and share the show. How about... I don't know. Give the damn show a good review. Tell your friends. Do, I don't know, whatever. Who cares? Don't do it. Do nothing. Okay, whatever. So tonight, I'm not sure. Like, let me just say this before we keep going. Um, I'm not sure how long the show's going to be. I keep t saying to myself, I'm just going to do a quick show tonight because uh, it's better than nothing. But then four hours go by. Hopefully, we'll see what happens, as Twitler will say. <clears throat> I'm going to try to do as many shows as possible. I actually ordered a green screen. I treated myself. This is the Christmas present to myself. Holiday present. Who cares? I, but I, I heard we can say Christmas again. Thank God. Thank God. Thank you, Sky Spook. We can finally say Christmas. Oh, thank you, Twitler. Before, I was so afraid. I was like, Merry Christmas. I was afraid the Gestapo was going to come out and take me to a re-education re camp. But now I can proudly declare a happy Christmas. Isn't that great? Aren't, isn't it wonderful to be free? <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. I'm disgusting. I know. I'm actually... Uh, it's just humanity. It's human beings. I'm a human. It's a it's kind of a vile state to be in. 
<clears throat> Excuse me. Why am I losing my voice? Okay. <clears throat> I did buy a green screen. We're going to hang it up behind. And I don't know. I'm thinking of things to do. Maybe do some quick hits or something or news. Not necessarily like a four-hour show, but just more breaking uh, news commentary or something like that. I don't freaking know. I'm a whatever. Maybe who cares, right? I need a producer. I need a girlfriend. And who's free out there? Anybody rich? They want to, want to, uh, I don't know. Is anybody rich out there? Some nice hot model type, preferably uh, free for the next 40 years? Mm-mm. All right. People are disgusting. I'm sorry. Seems kind of rude to assume that someone would be a Christian. I usually prefer happy holidays. Exactly, Drew. That's why Republicans have to make a big deal out of it. It's just being a decent person. We live in a culturally diverse community. I Well, maybe not where they live. I don't know. Everybody's the same, you know, with these rugged individuals. They're such rugged individuals, they can't handle the knowledge that maybe somebody doesn't celebrate Christmas. Maybe they're Jewish. Maybe they're Muslim. Maybe, oh God, God forbid. Oh my God. Or maybe they're not anything. Who knows? That's why you say happy holidays because you're a decent person. See that, and but that's too much for them. That's too much freedom. That's too much e pluribus unum for them. They can't. They couldn't be bothered. But this is why I'm sorry. I keep pointing out, but th we need, we need to shame them, and put them where they belong. They're, we're always gonna, and I mean behind us. They will come kicking and screaming, but we have to keep evolving. We are all sharing this blip of time together. There is nothing wrong. We don't have to apologize for being PC. What is PC? They complain about being PC because they couldn't give a shit about anybody else but themselves. Of course, they want you and me and everybody else to be respectful of them, but could they ever return the respect? Of course not. They're going to shove their beliefs down your throat. They're always crying about it. Everybody's shoving things down their throats. I know, calling Dr. Freud. But it's really, they, they whine about the very thing of which they are guilty. They're masters of psychological projection. All it is, is being a decent person. But to them, it's, I'm losing, oh, Christmas is losing. We're, we're, uh, somehow they're being annihilated while they symbolically or literally annihilate everybody who isn't them. It's, it's amazing. That's why you don't have to apologize for being normal and being correct and you don't have to, I mean, waste your air bringing them along. You can't convince people like that. You just have to be the model, you know, be the change. 
you want to see in the world. Let them whine and bitch all they want because that's what they do. I mean, really, it's so tedious because they want all the respect. They want people to, um, you know, honor them, but they, they wouldn't... They wouldn't pull a hair for any other person, any American, especially people with darker pigment. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. If you're not like them, you don't count. That's why they want to overturn the election. You know, a lot of people with darker pigment voted, and they don't like that. So... They prove me right yet again because they it really is about the right-wingers not having they not not possessing the ability to function in the in a, in a free democratic society in the type of free democratic society that they pretend to love. They can only pretend to love it. Am I wrong? I keep saying, I mean, really, it's, I should be a shrink. I really should be. I should write a psychological textbook on them. I'm like an armchair Jane Goodall studying Trump Z's. I had to turn the AC on. It's so hot in here. Especially when I start talking. And I'm standing up now. So, I'm not doing the show sitting down. We're standing. Because we, we are standing together. All right, whatever. That's a stupid thing. And the reason I'm doing a show, because, well, whatever. And every A new day, a new offense. Right before we went on the air, of course, Twitler does it again. He wipes his ass with decency with um the american reputation what he's he, and he pardoned the he basically par, he's pardoning the swamp he likes being a king that's why he loves the pardon power it's a very good thing he says very good thing because that's his favorite adjective very is that an adjective or an adverb very good thing Everything's very good. You would think that somebody who supposedly so smart, went to the best schools, supposedly, would have a, a larger vocabulary than what he has. He can't even spell. And we went through this last night, too. He can't even spell martial law. Martial law. Like Ma Marshall Mathers. So... Tonight, let me see what happened here. Let's get the New York Times. Ugh, it's vile. Trump pardons two Russia inquiry figures and Blackwater guards. Now, that is particularly repugnant. And yet another war, another batch of war criminals. Now, you want to, let me just, we're gonna, we'll go into the Russia thing, of course, but the black there's something uh, i'm not sure if you remember back in the good old the bad old days when we were just 
in the midst of a, a legal war based on lies, invading a country that had nothing to do with 9-11. You know, when there was a Republican sent us to, to kill and to die in, in a place that didn't attack us, to fulfill, I don't know, Dick Cheney's, to, to increase Dick Cheney's Halliburton stock value, I guess. You're funny. Richard on the chat. Another great show, Tara. You're great. Thank you, Richard. Jesus. Can you can you be my uh, alarm clock every morning? That's what I need to hear. <clears throat> Blackwater guards found guilty in 2007 Iraq killings. Now, this is there was something called the Nisor Square Massacre. Let's read about this. This is who this scumbag, this draft-dodging, tax-cheating scumbag, coward, who he pardoned. And by pardoning these people, disgracing, disgracing the entire country in the process. As usual, some people shouldn't wear the uniform. Well, these were, uh, we'll get to another traitor that he pardon that wore the uniform, but these were um, private security guards. Four former Blackwater Worldwide security guards were convicted and immediately jailed on Wednesday for their roles in a deadly 2007 shooting in Baghdad's Nisor Square that marked a bloody nadir in America's war in Iraq. A jury in federal district court found that the deaths of 17 Iraqis in the shooting, which began when a convoy of guards suddenly began firing in a crowded intersection, was not a battlefield tragedy, but the result of a criminal act. The convictions on murder, manslaughter, and weapons charges represented a legal and diplomatic victory for the United States government. Of course, you know, when we do the right thing, it actually makes us, uh, it elevates us in, in, the, uh, in the minds and the hearts and minds of the so-called people we were sent to liberate. But we liberated a lot of these civilians and millions of Iraqis. We liberated them from uh, all their worries. They don't have anything to worry about anymore because they're dead. These are the people, these were civilians. These mother effers opened fire on in, in a crowded intersection. And what does that do to the mission overall? It destroys the mission. So it, 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 it becomes another rallying cry for terrorists. It creates more terrorists. It makes Americans all over the world unsafe. And it proves the terrorists right. Because they say, see, there is no justice for these murderers. The American people don't care. They don't, we're nothing to them. They will kill us indiscriminately. They, the, these Blackwater murderers killed a woman holding an infant. And this is who this scum-sucking, draft-dodging cancer 
on the scum, on the cancer, on the scum, pardoned. The, the president scumbag, pardoned. The one who received fewer votes. I mean, what a... Aren't you proud? Don't you feel proud when you hear something like this? There's no justice. And everybody who ever wore the uniform that had to w work side by side with these murderers, they want them in jail. If you have a brain in your head, of course. Because it makes everybody unsafe. It makes your whole mission futile. It sets you back. It makes you a target. And God help you if you ever get captured. Forget it. There's no Geneva Conventions. There's no nothing. There's no... Because they're, that's how we treat them. That's why torturing, you know, I, we didn't, we didn't, because Obama wanted to look forward, not behind. But there was no repercussions. Uh, no, there was no, nothing. George Bush never had to atone for torture, for turning America into a torture state. I mean, how gross, how disgusting is that? It's, it's infuriating. I remember I went to see, there was an art exhibit of all of the photographs. Inc well, it included the photographs that were taken in the, uh, that were exposed after the, um, where was that? Not Guantanamo, no. You know, where, the, where they were, la you know, the bad apples. And they were pointing at the corpses, laughing, giving a thumbs up. Uh, how fucked up? Do you have to be to pose with a corpse? Really? Oh, well, pa Twitler pardoned another war criminal, Cl uh, Lieutenant Clint Lawrence. He became a right-wing hero. Of course, they love war criminals because they're, they're unfit, you see? All of the right-wingers, they're unfit. They're unfit to wave that flag that they love. They love waving it, but they're unfit to wave it because you, could, you really need to take a, an, a, a psychological assessment. And how about an IQ test or maybe just a civics test to wave the flag, to get permission to wave the flag? Take an emotional test. You don't got to take a test. When you join the military, you have to take a test. Are you psychologically effed up because we supposedly had some standards we don't want war criminals you know because it hurts the cause because we supposedly are fighting for more than just um corporate i get well uh, now i know i'm not that uh i'm not that naive but yeah, we're not just well, supposedly we weren't weren't just fighting for Halliburton's bottom line, and there there were standards. When you join the military, you go through a whole physical process. They look you over. If you have any tattoos that are, are white supremacist tattoos, that's supposedly a bar to entry. You're not. They don't want any of these freaks. 
these white supremacists, these Nazis, KKK. God. Because we don't want to train these morons that'll come out and kill us. And they work against the very thing that we're trying to attain. Supposedly. Freedom and democracy? I know. Where's my laugh track? Let me say that again. Oh, no. I have the wrong... Oh, whatever. Who cares? Timing is everything in life. Isn't it? Right? (laughs) Too little, too late. All right. Thank you. Oh, I said Richard. Thank you, Richard. I I thought I was... Oh, yes. Abu Ghraib. That's right. Thank you, Jim. See? My producers. Where was I? Where was I? The convictions? Okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That here, let me read this again. The convictions on murder, manslaughter, and weapons charges represented a legal and diplomatic victory for the United States. Of course, that's why Twitler had to undo it. Because he's not working for the United States. You get it? He's working for our enemies. He and the right-wingers, they are the domestic enemies the founders warned us about. You better believe it. Absolutely. When we have a diplomatic and um, a legal and diplomatic victory for the United States government, and that scumbag says, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh, no you don't. What, who's he, whose side is he on? He just gave terrorists all over the world another rallying cry. And would they be wrong? Really? Say, hey, well, the, obviously the United States doesn't really care if their people kill civilians. Nobody's safe. They're they're phonies. They're hypocrites. And there's no justice. Unreal. But that's the kind of thinking that is way over the heads of America's greed-centered death cult. It really is. They don't seem to get that following the law, that treating people with dignity and respect regardless if you capture like everything that we did in Abu Ghraib like how disgusting I remember reading that at the time when all of the torture came out when we all found out about the that we were we turned into a rogue state that Bush and the Republicans made us a torturing rogue state and I was reading all these articles about it and there was one one I was reading an article written by someone who had worked in intelligence in World War Two that had um, th- th- and they said how he I'm trying to remember how he put it that they received more actionable intelligence by playing chess with um, the prisoners of war than they ever did by abusing them but they weren't allowed to abuse them because 
they, the United States at the time, understood, the leadership understood that we were fighting for more than, um, it wasn't, the victory was also a psychological victory. We were not supposed to be like the fascists. Unreal. But isn't it true? We've learned over the history of the human race that people will say anything to stop from being tortured. So you don't get actionable intelligence from somebody who's being tortured. But that doesn't matter because they get off on it. They like having the ability to torture somebody. It's just fun to them. So, as the articles, this is from the New York Times in 2014, at Matt Apuzo. <sighs> the convictions on manslaughter, murder, and weapons charges represented a legal and diplomatic victory for the United States government, which had urged Ra Iraqis to put their faith in the American court system. Doesn't that make you sad to hear that? That faith was tested repeatedly over seven years as the investigation had repeated setbacks, leaving Iraqis deeply suspicious that anyone would ever be held responsible for the deaths. What do you think they're saying now? No, you know, sorry about that, guys. That's okay, because Twitler, he likes, trust me, you know what's going to happen? I hope I'm wrong. This this tax cheating, draft dodging, cancer scum on the cancer on the scum will he's going to start a war before he leaves. He's going to send troops somewhere. He's going to he wants to leave. Of course, we have troops everywhere, but they really have a uh, he he really wants to bomb Iran. You know that. They want to go to war in Iran. As wasn't uh, John McCain, you know, the great, the late, great John McCain. Remember how he left? Bum, 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 Iran. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, because they're such, um, they're so um, funny, Republicans. Bum, 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 Iran. <laughs> Yeah, I'm here all week. Isn't that great? And then he, what? I mean, I, they, we all remember John McCain. Supposedly, he's supposedly a good one. He's one of the good ones. Now, like Mitt Romney? No. Mitt Romney sucks, too. John McCain sucks. He gave us Sarah Palin. And, and we all remember, not we, I hear all the time, in the mainstream corporate media, they all go back and say, oh, remember when that woman at the town hall said to John McCain that Obama wasn't, he was a, a terrorist, he wasn't a decent man or whatever. I don't know how she put it. You remember this. And he's, no, she said he's a Muslim. And John McCain took the microphone from her hand and he said, no, no, ma'am, no, he's not. He's not a Muslim. 
He's a decent man. Okay. Oh, so what does that implicitly imply? You're not either. You're either a decent man or you're a Muslim. He's a Muslim. No, no, ma'am. He's not a Muslim. He's a decent man. But we all remember John McCain. That's supposed to be some kind of heroic moment of him being a maverick. You see how how sick this country is. We uh, it doesn't. We ha we can have videotape our collective our whole collective memory is screwed up. And it's manipulated, whatever. Okay. That's why I'm here. To break through the bullshit. So, <clears throat> let's, let's get more um, sad. Or let's get sadder. As we read, that, uh, look, this quote, this verdict is a resounding affirmation of the commitment of the American people to the rule of law even in times of war, said Ronald C. Matchen, Jr., the United States attorney in Washington. Seven years ago, these Blackwater contractors unleashed powerful sniper fire, machine guns, and grenade launchers on innocent men, women, and children. Today, they were held accountable for that outrageous attack and its devastating consequences for so many Iraqi families. What do you think those Iraqi families are feeling now? That this scum, this tax-cheating, draft-dodging scumbag let these scumbags loose again. Free. Freedom. Freedom for murderers. I thought we loved life. Party of life, and also the party of personal responsibility. But I guess you don't have to take responsibility if you kill the right people under the right circumstances, you see? If you kill brown people, good. Keep it up. You're, you're a hero to them. Unreal. One defendant, Nicholas Slatton, a sniper who the government said fired the first shots, was convicted of murder. The others, Duskin, Dustin Hurd, Evan Liberty, and Paul Slaug, S-L-O-U-G-H, Slaugs, whatever, were convicted of voluntary manslaughter and using a machine gun to carry out a violent crime. A fifth contractor, Jeremy Ridgway, which sounds like a serial killer to me, doesn't it? It's not a serial killer's name. Previously pleaded guilty to manslaughter and cooperated with the prosecutors. Jurors could not reach verdicts on several of the counts against Mr. Hurd, but that will have little bearing on the sentencing. The machine gun carries a mandatory 30-year minimum prison sentence unless a tax-cheating, cancerous, scumbag, authoritarian, wannabe dictator who received fewer votes steps in and says, you're free. You killed the right people. You're a hero. It doesn't matter what, how this looks, how this disgraces. 
the entire country? He wouldn't know what a disgrace is because he is a walking disgrace. And so is the entire right-wing greed-centered death cult that needs to go the way of the Whigs, really. This is what needs to happen. The Republicans need to follow the Whigs and the fascists and the, the Nazis in, in right into history's trash heap where they belong, and they'll be comfortable there because there's a lot of Nazis in there, so they, they, water seeks its level. And the corporate Dems can go and be the sane Republican Party. We can call them the Republican Party. And the normal Dems, the FDR Dems, the ones who don't take corporate, aren't licking corporate taint, or the ones who run completely free from corporate influence campaign. Yeah, the progressives, the normal people, we can be the Democratic Party again, the, the winning party of FDR, the one that won oh, so many landslide elections that didn't have to, I don't know, be, they don't have to convince the working class that they're on their side they actually pass policies. But this time we will pass policies that leave no one behind, regardless of pigment. How about that? And get money out of politics. Okay? Wouldn't that be nice? Go be the, go be the sane Republican Party. These fascists, they gotta go. Take them all with you. They have no, they have no interest in democracy. No interest there. They're not trying to have a democracy. Look at their standard bearer. They're meeting in the White House and they're conspiring treason and sedition right, right in the White House. What's it going to take? What do they have to do to be held accountable? Oh, God. About 1,000 of Blackwater's contractors guarded diplomats in Iraq. Others loaded bombs onto Predator drones. The company's founder, Eric Prince, you know him. Isn't he Betsy DeVos's sister? I mean, brother. Right? Betsy, that bitch. These scums. Get these scumbags out of here. Why are we so awash with scumbags? Is it that it's not that I it's not that we have the majority or the monopoly on scumbags. It's just that we give the scumbags power. The scumbags get power here. And the the normal people or halfway normal people, the the Democrats Allow it. They just allow these scumbags to run rampant because they want the scumbags to be nice. Maybe the scumbags will turn around one day and be like, okay, I won't be a scumbag now. You you were nice to me. You you made look look, you sent Amy Klobuchar up there to make a nice speech about how you I'm welcome in her state. And you're, how, how friendly you are, all are. And can't you all just get along? I see the light now. I'm not going to be a scumbag anymore. I won't send your sons and daughters to die in a 
in the latest corporate war of aggression du jour based on lies. I won't do that anymore. Uh, I see the light. I won't put people in positions of authority into different agencies. I won't put people who hate those agencies in positions of authority so they can destroy the agencies they're supposed to run. No, no, I, I've seen the way. Thank you. Thank you, Klobuchar. It was your real, it was how polite you were. And remember when we were in the gym, the Senate gym, and you were like, and I forgot my towel, and I was like, oh, I have an extra, use mine. After the, well, pre-pandemic, of course. And now I see. No, uh, government, I don't want to take government and strangle it in the bathtub. No, no, I don't want to funnel more money into the arms of people who will never spend it in a thousand lifetimes. I see the light now. You were, it was your politeness. Finally, I can be bipartisan again. Forget it. No more. Um, don't, um, let's pretend, let's forget all that old stuff when I voted for the tax-cheating, draft-dodging con man who licked Putin's tate on the international stage. Remember that all? Don't worry. Those days are gone. Ridiculous. About, okay, here are, where, where are we? The company's founder, Eric Prince. Let's see what's going on. I can't hear myself. <clears throat> Tapped retired CIA officials for executive positions. And at one point, the CIA hired Blackwater contractors to covertly track and kill Al-Qaeda operatives worldwide, a program that was shelved before any killings were conducted. Well, supposedly. While the company's security guards were involved in scores of shootings in Iraq, it was the 2007 incident in Nisour Square that helped cement Blackwater's image as a company that operated with impunity because of its lucrative contracts with the American government. The company became the subject of several Justice Department investigations, all of which the company and, and its executives survived. But ultimately, public outrage over the shootings contributed to Blackwater's demise. It lost contracts and was renamed, sold, and renamed again. Ridiculous. Despite their skepticism about the trial, more than two dozen Iraqi witnesses volunteered to travel to Washington and testify. I wonder what they think about this now. They described a scene of horror and confusion as they took cover from machine gun fire coming from American armored trucks. An Iraqi traffic officer described watching a woman cradle her dead son's head on her shoulder. How you feeling now? Good? You feeling American? Feeling proud? <sighs> Shortly before 
Okay. It gets worse. Uh, shortly before her own death, a father sobbed uncontrollably as he testified about his nine-year-old son's death. And witnesses from inside the Blackwater convoy described their former colleagues as firing recklessly on innocent people. The shooting began shortly after four American armored trucks rolled into Nisor Square on September 16, 2007. The Blackwater contractors said insurgents ambushed them. You know, they were feeling unsafe. All bullshit. Their lawyers described the death of innocent civilians as tragic and unavoidable in the consequence of urban warfare. Bullshit. There were no insurgents there. These were innocent people. As sitting in a traffic that uh, was at an intersection. Nick Slatton is innocent, his lawyer, Thomas Connolly, said. After the verdicts were announced, we were disappointed that the jury found otherwise. Oh, hi, Terry Jr. Jr. You coming up? <sighs> Prosecutors said the shooting was unprovoked, but with little forensic evidence and no ballistics linking any gunman to the victim, the case came down to the testimony of witnesses. Many told conflicting stories, forcing prosecutors to urge jurors to believe some aspects of their own case and discount others. Well, I guess in the midst of the chaos of being murdered and cradling uh, a nine, your son's head in your arms before you die, might be a little bit, um, might be a little hard to remember everything. Maybe there'll be conflicting reports. Oh my God. Susan L. Burke, a lawyer who represented Iraqi victims in a lawsuit against Blackwater, said the conviction sent a message to the world about the power of American courts. Right? It did. We could have said at that time, all right, at least there was justice. But then the party of personal responsibility gets involved. And nobody takes responsibility except the people who are dead. They're responsible. They take responsibility. That's the, I guess if they're dead, that's their fault. They were born on Iraqi soil. They were. They should have just pulled themselves up by their bootstraps and be born somewhere else where Americans wouldn't want to kill them. They were sitting on Iraqi oil. They should take responsibility. I mean, what are you going to do? Oh, and that's, you know, don't you feel uh, proud to be an American? Where's the rest of this article? Hold on. It reminded me of Clint, what's his, not Clint, uh, Clint Lorenz, yeah. Because, I don't know if you remember, not too long ago, Twitler has a history. He loves war criminals. He likes when brown people are made prematurely dead by rogue assholes who have no business being anywhere near arm uh, weaponry, that's for sure, or anywhere near um, an American flag where they could be misconstrued as representing us. 
So Clint Lawrence is a case in point. This first platoon soldiers, his entire platoon turned this effing guy in. And they were there. The, the platoon was trying to win the hearts and minds of the, of the community, of the people. They were supposedly sent to liberate. Remember how, what's his name, Dick Cheney? said that we were going there to liberate the Iraqi people. Yeah, we were liberating them from their lives. And Clint Lawrence became, he, he became a hero to right-wingers, but he literally, he lied his ass off on right-wing media, and that's all it takes. And when the platoon who, who turned him in tried to set the record straight, right-wing media had no interest. They didn't want to hear from them. You know, here's a, I'm, we're not going to play the whole thing, but here's some from the Washington Post. All right, a story that no one else in the mainstream media is covering. It's good TV. It's a good story. Clint Lawrence killed the enemy, and yet he's serving in prison today. The soldier done wrong by the federal government, and it's like, dude, the rest of the platoon's right over here, and we're telling you, you're wrong. Was there anybody in the platoon that was with Clint that said that that was the wrong decision? That I don't rightly know. He ordered the killing of civilians. It made me sick. I'm not saying that he didn't make mistakes, but war is ugly, war is messy. It made me sick that he wasn't even allowed to wear the uniform again. I really appreciate my new American family. Ugh. Lawrence was released Vile. Friday from the U.S. military prison, Fort Leavenworth. He came out, he hugged his parents, he gave them a part. Ugh, you pig. We finally have a commander-in-chief that understands our mission. They oh, want you a soldier scum. who they believe was wrongly accused to be freed from prison, and that's not so bad if that was the case but it's not. All he was trying to do is protect his men to keep them from going home in body bags. You can't make the story no. because of No, he was making them we're glad you're home. Yeah. unsafe. I really appreciate it. Your country owes you an apology. It tainted all of our Army careers with murder. Unbelievable. Let me go to the end of this. The reputation of the United States. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about! Look at them, fake-ass America haters waving the flag. When they Scums. do what they did to me, which was, um, you know, throw me under the bus. It's not vetted, it's not confirmed, it's just this asshole going on television and saying something that they take as gospel, because he's an American soldier. How about those guys in air Those are his platoon mates saying this. Three-second decision. The people that think American soldiers are beyond reproach actually diminishes our service. I, I agree with Trump on lots of things. Obviously, Ugh. I can't agree with him on Gross. this decision. He was duped by the I fake agree media, with like, Trump. just like he talks about everybody else. You he, poor he doesn't sucker. even realize that it, it happened right in front of his face. And I will always stick up for our great What fighters. is this shit? Yeah, just an aside, that's uh, one of the platoon mates who turned this war criminal in, and he's got to say, I agree with Trump on, on certain things. Well, shame on you. But then you have to say he was duped by me. No, he wasn't. He wasn't duped. 
Trump doesn't give a shit what's true and what's not. It's only how it affects him. Does this work out for him? Does this fit into his bullshit brand? That he's a tough guy? Because he thinks this is tough. It's not tough. He doesn't understand because he's a tiny little fragile bitch. No offense to bitches. I mean, bitches, I'm just, I have to find a better word, but bitches are cool. I like a lot of bitches, you know, but he's just a fragile little weak, I guess, scum. That's the most appropriate word. I, that wouldn't know what strength is because he's not strong at all. He's got a backward view of strength. So no, he wasn't he wasn't duped by the media. That was a purposeful propaganda campaign. Yet again, to divide the American people and to weaken the country. Do you understand? Everything that these right wingers do, you have to look at the look at the pattern here. Because they're not they're not elevating the United States on the international stage. They're not adding anything to the country. They're not making us that shining city on a hill. They're diminishing us in the eyes of the world. And who benefits from this? Like they said in Water, Watergate, follow the money. But isn't there another legal term? What, who benefits, right? It's, well, I don't know how they say it. They say it in Latin. Who benefits? Benefit. I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time typing because Tara Jr. is... Tara Jr. Jr. is now laying on... Laying here. He, so I'm typing on top of him. Who benefits... Well, well, I can't say that. Qui benefit? Nah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Who benefits? This this is a... It's a common legal term where... Follow the money. It's another way of saying that. So who benefits ultimately from all of the war criminals being pardoned? Does it help the United States? Does it elevate us in the eyes of fellow Western democracies? Or does it make the American people less safe? Does it make our enemies hate us more? Does it win any hearts and minds? It certainly fits into Putin's playbook, pointing out how this democracy, how Western democracies don't work. You see? It's corrupt, chaotic. See? They, the system of justice is a joke. You see, they're just as corrupt there as we, as we are here. You're better off. Who needs that kind of chaos? But really, who benefits? Everything that the Republicans do, who benefits? The rich, they certainly benefit, but something like this, it's our enemies benefit. Putin benefits. Right? Who benefits? 
making um, the American soldier left less safe all around the world, making civilians less safe. The American people, when traveling abroad, I know I've I know many Americans that travel as Canadians. They say they're Canadians because they don't want to. They they're they're less safe traveling as Americans. Jesus Christ! Right. <sighs> Let's continue. People can sit there in air-conditioned offices oh, you and bitch. complain. It's a shame that people this can sit there and they who sits on a rotund, padded ass in an air-conditioned office more than the con man scumbag? Because when it was his time to go out there, he had to run to the air-conditioned office of his fake doctor to write him a note about his fake bone spurs his feet hurt little tiny little fragile bitch who wouldn't know he, he's the weakest coward <sighs> what do you expect how how can you have a great country when it's run by weak ass cowards who don't know courage it's courageous. You know what? You know who's courage? Who's who's courage? Who's <laughs> you know courage? I feel like the cowardly lion. Courage. You know who's got courage? It's the platoon that turned the the scumbags in. This well, the Lieutenant Clint, whatever the hell, Lawrence. You know who's got courage? The prosecutors who. Brought those Blackwater murderers to justice. Here's continue on this. Our story. And it's a shame that people have taken this story and twisted it to fit their narrative. Yeah, well, that's what right-wingers do. You catch it on yet? His whole, his movement or whatever the hell you want to call it is, you know, we're pro, you know, pro-troops. No, you're pro-troop. One, singular because there were 30 of us that spoke out against his wrongdoing and you essentially told us to go fuck ourselves. You know, it's jammed into your head from the day one, mission, mission first, mission first, mission first, we accomplished the mission, right? The mission was you know, winning over this little corner of Afghanistan we were in, making it safer. When this happened, we had failed that mission. Yep. So all that sacrifice, all that blood, sweat and tears, all that work was for nothing. You know, we left our little piece of Afghanistan worse than when we came, which is failure to a degree that I've never known before. Oof. Well, that's all of us. We failed. It's not just that uh, private first class is failure. He feels like a failure. He didn't fail. They, that war criminal, fucked them up. Because what he did, they he said that uh, they were going to turn this little Iraq, not Iraqi, this this town in Afghanistan into a red zone, meaning red zone in basic training is when they beat the shit out of you, you know, break you down. And 
that's he came in telling this platoon we're going to turn this town into a red zone and then for no reason though that's the thing they were trying to win the hearts and minds it was this was not the enemy and they were out on a patrol or whatever so what, they were out in the community and um a couple of guys on motorcycles came and he said light them up or smoke them or something they didn't they were just two guys on a motorcycle and he, they murdered a guy on a motorcycle the other guy ran away and this is what this scumbag goes on right wing on on hannity to spread this lie, I had to make a split-second decision that these were the Taliban. They were; these were civilians who happened to be riding a motorcycle. It's it's outrageous. Oh my God! Oh, I, and, and speaking of outrageous, here's an aside. Well, there goes Ray. Did you see this video? Are these Proud Boys? Or I don't know if they are the Proud Boys. They're just right-wingers. They're run-of-the-mill right-wingers. Trump's base. Kicking in the door of the Oregon State Capitol. <coughs> Look at these shits. Look at this. Now, they're all wearing flags on their shirts. Come on, we have to push! Let's go! Throwing rocks, kicking in the... Now, what would happen if that were Black Lives Matter protesters? What do you think? Anybody? There'd be five dead fuckers. Well, not that the Black Lives Matters are fuckers. These would be, if they were, if this was a just society, well, whatever. I'm not saying kill these fuckers. I don't know what I'm saying. You know what I mean. The point is, they're, they're white. They're allowed to kick in the door of the Oregon State Capitol. Nobody stops them. But there you go, yet again, right-wingers... Different rules for right-wingers, aren't there? Every, every day we get another example of different rules. Remember when peaceful protesters were walk, walking in Washington and then Twitler wanted to go sh jerk off a Bible on a photo op and they unleashed tear gas on people walking down the street? Attacking the press, attacking the foreign press. That's a real nice face you want to show the world. And nothing happens when right-wingers storm into government buildings with M16s, screaming maskless in the faces of people who are there to protect. To protect the government offices. They don't do, nothing happens when right-wingers poop their diapies. They, and they're not just pooping their diapies. They're committing acts of terrorism. This is terrorism. What do you think the people inside the building feel? 
they're there to to fulfill their government duty. You know, you have to take an oath. And then you got these scumbag right-wing terrorists out there kicking the doors in? Because you don't like that Twitler didn't receive the most votes and he won't get to be the so-called president this time. Last time he didn't receive, he received fewer votes and he he got to be the president. Now what's, what's changed? All right, Tara Jr., I got to put you down. I need the keyboard. Look at him, though. Just look at this cat for a second. Okay, everybody breathe. Look at the cat. <sighs> there you go. I don't get it. Well, I do get it. That's why I do the show. Yeah, if they were BLM, they would be, have been called Antifa and prosecuted. Exactly, Richard. Unreal, though. Every day we get proven correct. And you don't hear the Democrats out there calling for these fuckers, calling them what they are, terrorists. You even hear them, even on the corporate media, saying things like, oh, uh, armed militia groups stormed the capital. Armed militia? They're not militia. If you're not in the National Guard, you're in a goddamn terrorist organization. You're in an armed right-wing terrorist organization. They're not the goddamn militia. That's not a militia. Militia. Militia my ass. This is ridiculous. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of enabling, living in a country that really is just begging for right-wing terrorists to run rampant through the streets because nobody does anything about them. Cops don't do anything, of course. Half of them, except the cops hand them water. And they shake their hands and say, hey, well, thank you. Thank you, Kyle Rittenhouse. Right? That's what we saw with our very own eyes. The cops handing water to Kyle Rittenhouse and thanking him for guarding some whatever. What he thought. Who asked him? Who asked a 16-year-old to come across state lines with his, his weapon and murder people? But it's because he's murdering the quote-unquote right people. These are heroes. These terrorists kicking down the doors of government buildings. That's a terrorist. You know, this is the government that the founders rebelled to entrust to us. That's the building they're kicking down. Am, am I wrong? They, these are... The domestic enemies the founders warned us about. They put them in our documents. They put us in, they put them in the oath we take to protect and defend the Constitution against all these assholes, foreign and domestic. Right? 
the assholes abound. You know, there there are assholes in the Democratic Party. Yes, but they're not like this. It's the old axiom, right? Although all assholes may not be Republicans. Wait, although all Republicans aren't assholes? No, that can't be true. That's not true. Excuse me, that doesn't work. It's usually usually works although all like for example although all republicans may not be nazis all nazis are republican right so that works oh my god i'm looking on twitter mr president is trending what mr president that better be ironic and good for trump let's see why that's trending Usually it's, how could you be opposed? Let me see. Good for Trump? Good for Trump. Whatever. Oh God. I'm trying to find this New York Times article about all the other people he pardoned. So we went over the Blackwater guards. Maggie Haberman and Michael Schmidt write, Trump pardons two Russia inquiry figures and Blackwater guards. In an audacious pre-Christmas round of pardons, Twitler granted clemency on Tuesday to two people convicted in the special Council's Russia inquiry for Blackwater guards convicted in the killing of Iraqi civilians and three corrupt former Republican members of Congress. Isn't that great? It was a remarkable assertion of pardon power by a freak who has disputed his loss in the election and might only this wait wait and might be only the start of more to come in the final weeks oh yeah you better believe it he's saving the most disgusting pardons for last I, oh it's gonna why is this all right sorry i'm all over the place why is this camera out of focus like this i know i look better when it's out of focus but this is ridiculous why does that do that? Stop. How long has that been like that? The whole show? Well, it's probably better. I look better out of focus. I realize that, but I think it's kind of annoying for you guys. Mr. Trump nullified more of the legal consequences of an investigation into his 2016 campaign that he long labeled a hoax. Why don't you write that he long labeled a hoax? Why don't you write that he erroneously labeled a hoax or something like that? He labeled a hoax that he lied and said was a was a hoax. He granted clemency to contractors whose actions in Iraq set off an international uproar. Among those pardoned was George Papadopoulos, who was the foreign policy advisor. Only the best people. To Trump, 
Oh, my God. Who pleaded guilty in 2017 to making false statements to federal officials. Well, that's okay. Different rules for Republicans. They don't have to. Being a Republican means you don't have to. um, You have no responsibility. Being in the party of personal responsibility means absolutely having zero responsibility. Or taking responsibility. Forget responsibility. <laughs> responsibility is for liberals, normal people. They get they want all they get all the benefits of a civilization, but none of the responsibility. There's no responsibility. They want all the benefits of the government, you know, and the door that they're kicking down. They want that government to give them all the benefits that they feel are their birthright, but not, they don't want any of those benefits going on to brown people. You know, fuck this general welfare shit. They want their welfare for white people, that only. The way Jesus intended. And if they can't get it, and then they can't get their their orange asshole in office, they're going to kick down the doors. You know, law and order and all that, too. Remember? Trump loves law and order. Republicans are about law and order. Don't be so nice. Put their head, when you're putting their, in, them in the car and you put your hand on their heads, Bang their heads against the side of the door. Don't be so nice. No, no, but not to them. Not to right-wingers. They're, they don't have any responsibility. They're like children, out-of-control babies running rampant through the streets. God, no offense to kids, really. Also pardoned was Alex Venderswan, a lawyer who pleaded guilty to the same charge in 2018 in connection to the special counsel's inquiry because they're all a bunch of liars. Lying to government officials. Well, why? Who cares? You're lying to the government that's illegitimate, I suppose. You only recognize a government that is run by a con man. An autocrat con man. The Mueller-related pardons are a signal of more to come. God, and these freaks are going to be running loose all over right-wing media. That's why I ask you, please, please become a patron. Support the freaking liberal media. Oh, shit. How come you don't have to hear, you never hear Candace Owens saying, please become a patron. This is why I'm angry. I'm sick of it. And Charlie Kirk. They just had a whole thing. Let me, all right. Charlie Kirk was trending earlier. And uh, they, they had this gathering Cash cannons, elections conspiracies, and thousands of maskless teens, a conservative youth orgy takes Florida. Charlie Kirk. You know, he's got one of the 
um, number one podcasts in America. That fucking idiot on the left there. Of course, they have their uh, token African-American up there. I, I, God help that guy, whoever he is. Poor bastard. Sorry. I, I, I feel not for him, for his relatives. What do you say to somebody like that? Culture war. Look at that sign, culture war. Well, because they have to make war on the American people. That's what that is. When they say culture war, what they mean is divide and conquer. We're dividing and conquering on every front. We can't afford the American people to ever see each other as human beings, as fellow Americans, no matter what. You can't, they can't afford that. So it's a culture war. Not that live and let live. They went, oh my God. Never. But these idiots, they all get together. Here, hundreds of Turning Points USA attendees, maskless. Well, that's just the sound of their stupid voices. Chanting in West Palm Beach, hundreds of Turning Point USA attendees chant, "Let us in, let us in, let us be, get COVID together, let us die, please, COVID, do your job, God damn it, COVID." This is not an error by tur Turning Point USA. Apparently, the city is only allowing a certain amount of people inside the convention center with armed police officers guarding the door how come the, look at this doesn't this make you mad not because i i don't care let these idiots get together but the sad part is they're going to spread it around that's the problem i have with it to normal people they're going to give it to normal people who don't deserve to die but um, look at all these fuckers. They don't have to say, please become a patron. This is what pisses me off because they get funded. Okay, I'll shut up. Maybe I'll get, maybe I'll shut up for good one day. Who knows? Well, I'm sure I will one day, but I don't know. Very, sp look at this shit. This <laughs> look at these people. They, they, they want to hear that guy? Okay, I'm out, man. I can't take it. I would never do this to you, but this is something that we cannot miss. Oh, no. You see? Look. Who's there? Hi, Charlie. <laughs> That sounds like a big crowd of beautiful people. Hi, Joey. We love you. We love you. Student Nationalist Summit, and thank, I, 
thank you for calling in. I mean, we have your back 100%, by the way. Yes, we do. And, uh, Charlie, I appreciate it. I appreciate everybody there. I've spoken for Charlie numerous times, and we've always had a great time. And we are fighting uh, really for the country because this election, we won this election in a landslide. Bordering on sedition. Okay, I'm just showing you an example. That's what the right-wingers do. You see, I, uh, I call AOC's office. I'm one of her constituents. I ask her to come on the show. I'll, I'll even go to her and interview her for 15 minutes. Do they do that? Do they help the liberal media? Of course not. That's why you get it. You then you have this um, mental midget, Charlie Kirk, a freak, a fringe right wing, freaking white supremacist, spreading conspiracy theories, lies, sedition, a goddamn traitor, the likes of which I took a friggin' oath. <clears throat> to protect this country from. And uh, he gets a call from Trump. This is what they do. That's what the right-wingers do. The right-wing billionaires fund their... from everywhere. Everywhere you go. That's why it's prolific on the internet. It's all over corporate media. It's on mainstream media. That's what they do. I ha- I, it's not just me saying it. It is true right here. It's not me making it up. Do Democrats do that? Do liberals see an opportunity? Do they see that we, and we don't have a chance if we don't get the message out there? They don't. But the fucking traitors... They got this on lock. It it really gets to me. Am I wrong? No, I'm not wrong. I wouldn't say it. They do this all the time. That what do you what do you think? Diamond and silk. Who the fuck are diamond and silk? They put them on Fox News. They put them. They went to the White House because they understand that they have to be, that this, that their scummy America hating message has to be everywhere. Because then you'll get, you have these freaks that believe anything, that they're, they're the true believers, they're the base. And then you have average people walking around. And then they, and they see, this Charlie Kirk, mental midget. Have you ever listened to Charlie Kirk? This is absolutely nothing interesting. It's like C.J. Pearson, uh, Candace Owens. All of them are like a rake on a chalkboard on, on top of being dumb. Oh, Tommy Lauren, of course. How can I forget? This is the same. It's the same. And what happens? They get put on Hannity, 
they get an appearance on for, well first they'll start out on the right on the on the Fox News internet and then they get bigger and bigger i mean they get promoted that's how it is they promote these monsters so and when an average person who doesn't know much is walking around they see charlie kirk it's like how they and, and they see charlie kirk getting a call from the from twitler well he must be something he must be saying something he must be true Maybe I should listen to him. And that's how it happens. That's why we're here in this boat. We are in this boat because of right-wing fascist propaganda. That's how it starts. Hitler didn't get into office legally because, um, you know, he didn't, he didn't master the propaganda game. It's unreal. And then, like I said, does this happen? It's not just me. I'm not... Do you see them doing this for Bob Kincaid? Do they... Uh, who else? I don't know. Ron Placone. No. Jeff Waldorf, do you get, you think anybody, you think uh, Joe Biden would call Jeff Waldorf? It's, I, I, it makes me so mad, clearly, because that's how they win. This is why. We're in this boat not because of Reagan. Well, of course, the policies can be, we can trace it back to Reagan's doorstep, but who peddled the bullshit, the whitewashing of Reagan's shit-ass, treasonous, kiss-up, kick-down, fake-ass laugher curve, his fake-ass supply-side economics scam? Where'd that come from? Rush Limbaugh. We're in this boat because the right-wingers know they, they have no chance without propaganda. They've read Mein Kampf like an instruction manual. They know. And the, and the stinking left-wingers, they don't help each other. No way. Absolutely no way. They don't seem to understand they really don't. <sighs> That's why I get infuriated. Oh, well, you know what they'll do when it, when, if you, I don't know, whatever. They will, they only pick, here's the thing. Like, they'll pick the few, like, um, what's his name? Oh, what's his name? <laughs> Obama went on that, he's on that HBO show. I don't, I don't watch this person, so, or these people. Obama interview, they're hyping it everywhere.
Where was it? Who are those people? Those two people. They have a show on HBO. Deuces and Merrill. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. I never watch it. So some, they'll get, um, because they're acceptable. You see? And I don't know, whatever. They they won't see this, what I'm doing. This is too, it's too fringe. It's too, um, you know, it's not, it doesn't have enough production value. Doesn't matter what the substance is. They, this is the way it is. Right wing, right wingers do it. They, they will lift each other up. Until they're everywhere you go, you want to go online. You're gonna stumble onto. No matter what, you're not even looking for it. You'll stumble onto Candace Owens, on Diamond and so this. This is truth. And you know a, a reason why. You know why else? Why else? The is because Fox, not Fox News, uh, Facebook. Because of the right, this all, the circle jerk of the Mercer family funding the Breitbart and all. You, you go on Breitbart, they have their podcasters. They don't beg for patrons because they get it from the Mercer family. They don't have to worry about it. So everybody says, well, then they must be popular. They must be saying something popular. It must be true. Like the way when uh, Trader Tot Jr., Donald Trump Jr., the Trader Tot, when he so when his ghostwriter writes a book and he slaps his name on it, they buy up all the copies. They've been doing that for years, for decades. Um, that's the old Ann Coulter trick. This is what they've been doing. It's all fake. They're not popular. Sure, there are, there are enough of them, right? They, I mean, it's not like there's none of them, but no, they're not on the New York Times bestseller list, and they buy it in bulk to fill in what they can't... Oh, to give this class war the veneer of popularity... I'm so sick of it. I'm, uh, oh, you're probably sick of it too. But this is uh, what we're up against. I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of... I guess you know what it is. It must be... It's because I've been doing this now for a little bit, like with Progressive Voices, and I saw what Progressive Voices, the struggle... That progressive voices um, encountered when they when the people from progressive voices went around trying to get these uh, to get funding from liberal billionaires and millionaires, and no, isn't that ridiculous? 
It really is. They they went around. They put out a whole. They had a whole presentation. They did a whole thing about how we need the media. How we have no, we have no hope to push our progressive vision unless we have the progressive media, a true progressive media, and blah blah blah. You know what they got? Bupkis from the so-called left-wing billionaires. But, eh, whatever. Whatever. Thank you, JD, for your super chat. See, that's something, but... And every time I see Charlie Kirk's face and Tommy Lauren's face and Candace Owen and Ben Shapiro and all these freaks, liars, freaks, I, I really, really, really get a knot in my stomach. Uh, here's the idiot. Look at this. Look, here's Charlie Kirk. He's got... One of the top 10 podcasts in the country. Let me show you what I mean. I'm not, I don't mean, I'm not just saying he's a dumbass. He's, he's opening his mouth and re removing all doubt that he's a dumbass. And you got all these dum-dums looking to him saying, and a dumbass will lead them. Here's a tweet from yesterday, well, two days ago. What's today? The 22nd. Charlie Kirk, he, sent, he can't seem to understand how Joe Biden won. Look, Barack Obama, he's trying to um, show us there must be a big conspiracy going on. Barack Obama, 69 million votes, 873 counties. Donald Trump, 75 million votes, 2,497 counties. Joe Biden, 81 million votes, 477 counties? Hmm, emoji. Confused, wondering, pondering emoji. And we're not... And we're not allowed to question his quote-unquote scare quotes victory? Wow. See, um, that's what a dumbass they are. Right-wingers are. You know why, Charlie? Let me explain something, Charlie. Because that f those 477 counties where Joe Biden got the 81 million votes they got the they got people in them scummy that 2497 2497 counties where twitler got 75 million votes it's you're talking about the great plains the flyover state where yeah, sort of like how Mitch McConnell represents Kentucky, but there are more people in uh, AOCs. Goddamn, wherever I am, it's about 
population? How many people live in those counties? Just because you got a county, you know, you, you could have a county of one. Do you see? But that is, he thinks that's deep thinking. You know, that's him and, uh, that's him doing heavy duty math. Look, unreal. Can anybody explain this? Let's see. Anybody who responded to him? See, 1.6 million people live in Manhattan County. 1.5 million live in Bronx County. 2.6 million live in Brooklyn County. 2.3 live in Queens County. That's more people that live in all the counties in West Virginia, Arkansas, North Dakota, South Dakota. Uh, what, what is MT? What's MT? West Virginia? Montana? What's the empty? Yes, Montana. And Idaho combined. All right. Where's Ray? I just heard Ray. Holy moly, 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 I'm going to lose my mind. Yes, I'm doing, doing it. I'm losing it. I'm losing it right now. Wait a minute. Somebody on, wait, Stephen King on, oh, no, 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 no. On the chat, on the Facebook chat, said Amy Klobuchar is on MSNBC again, again? Because when I was doing the show yesterday, and I said something about Amy Klobuchar, and somebody wrote that a Amy Klobuchar was on MSNBC as I was talking about it. And then she's on it again? You see what I mean, guys? Um, I don't know. I guess I'm preaching to the choir. But we need we need a, a bigger choir, okay? Or otherwise we're done. <sighs> Jesus help me. Please. There's so many stupids in this world. Aren't there? Here's another stupid. Uh, let's see. Well, I live in Queens. So this morning when I woke up, I saw this news story. <laughs> you know, Queens is in the epicenter, too, of this COVID. The, you know, the death. There's a, there are refrigerated morgue cars on the street. I live about two miles from Elmhurst Hospital where there were morgue cars, morgue, uh, morgue trailers on the street. And here's, here's the Republican, the Whitestone Republican Club in New York City. Well, it was in Queens. Held a Christmas party. Can you believe these assholes? They're on a conga line. No masks. I hope they all get it. Please get it. 
except there'll be no room in the ICU for you. Dancing on your graves. <laughs> She'll be dancing on your graves. Dancing on your graves. On your graves. Hi, bye, seen hell. Holy shit. Dancing. Oh, we're Republicans. Woo. Holy moly. Not a mask in sight. <laughs> I was dancing on the graves. Dancing on your graves god well he's a bunch of old crackers they've done a lot of damage in this world the club's party hosted at least 50 indoor guests at an italian restaurant why were they allowed to do that il bacco even though new york prohibited gatherings of more than 10 people at the time the washington post reported well like i said Different rules. Different rules for right-wingers. Now, if that was a meeting of Black Lives Matter or this elusive Antifa meeting, I wish, because I've been trying to find a meeting of Antifa. So far, Republicans, they supposedly know so much about Antifa. I keep asking them, where are their headquarters? Where can I sign up? Where can I send my dues? <laughs> I'm looking at the chat. Because <laughs> I was boogieing down. Well, when I'm dancing on the grave of a Republican, I get very energetic. What, yeah, what is with them and disco? <laughs> YMCA? What, what's up with their, uh, this old throwback sh music? They love disco. Disco. Disco is dead. Like, well, anyway. <laughs> really, if this was Antifa, I wish it was an Antifa meeting, but no. we Antifa wouldn't be that stupid. <laughs> I can't wait to see. You see, here's the thing. There's... The problem with all of this, uh, the surge in COVID is that there's no room in the hospitals. And it's also, it's very, as Republicans only understand the word very, it's very disrespectful of our frontline workers 
of, of the doctors and nurses who are dealing with COVID day after day after day, trying to keep assholes like this, like these assholes alive. So they don't need another bunch of assholes in the ICU. They already got some in there. I mean, there are some nice normal people there too that don't deserve to be there. But there are assholes there who last words are, this is real. I was wrong. This, was, this isn't a hoax. So our doctors and nurses who are already stretched beyond limit, not that these fucking old cracker-ass losers give a shit because they don't give a shit about anybody else but themselves. That's your party of personal responsibility. Well, if you get COVID, you old cracker bastards, stay home and die. Do us a favor. Do your community a favor. Do your civic duty and stay home and die. Except you won't, will you? Because you'll go right now, you'll go out and you'll spread it. You'll spread it to your neighbors. You'll spread it to whoever you could spread it because you don't wear a mask. And I could see you. I see you fuckers. I could tell who are the Republicans or not, the idiots, the Trump Banzies, because most people in New York wear a mask. But every now and then, we see a right wing tool, an idiot. And you could see them, uh, you see them coming a mile away because you all stand out like a big red, white, and idiot sore thumb. You're not, please. So I know who you are. Every store says no mask, no entry, and these fuckers will walk right in. They want to be challenged, they want people to say, Excuse me, sir. Can you wear a mask? Can you, can you please put your mask on? Because they want to have a meltdown. They're always so offended. Yeah, but you see what they don't do. These people don't show up at the emergency room or the hospital. They don't say, is there anything I could do to help? It's, it, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm a retired old cracker. I've been doing nothing but getting together with my other 50 other crackers at the Whitestone Republican Club. And because we're such helpers, I, uh, I heard how overworked you were here on the front line. So I'm here to help. Can I help? Can I maybe move those corpses into the refrigerated cars on the side of the street because I, I hear you're running out of room for corpses can I take the corpses to the potter's field to the mass graves because that's what republicans do whenever republicans get their greedy selfish useless fingers around our necks 
This country breaks out in premature corpses and mass graves and sickness and death and division and stupidity. But you'll never see them. You'll never see a Republican add, add something, do something, contribute. They never contribute to the world. They only take and take and take. And that's why they have to say about anybody who's on social security or on public assistance, they have to call those people, us takers, the people who put more into this country than these right-wingers could ever ever understand or could they, they couldn't even comprehend it in a thousand lifetimes they take that's what republicans do take and take and they not only take they are worse than takers because they they subtract they are they never they they negative well the only thing that they add are is, is negativity so it's a worse than a taker. You're not just taking, benignly taking. You're, you're adding your shit to everything. You're just making everything worse. They make me sick. And that's what being a Republican is. Being a Republican. I've been saying this for years. Being Republican means... Never saying you're sorry. Never learning it means never having to learn a goddamn thing. Being an ignorant cuss. That's the only thing they are. That's your birthright as a Republican. That's why they're attracted to the Republican Party because being a selfish prick is is cultivated in the Republican Party. It's the exact opposite of patriotism. That's why they have to go, snowflakes, PC. When being somebody who's a snowflake, you better believe it. I'm a proud snowflake. I bleed for my fellow Americans. I care. I, uh, I, I know I'm not that stupid to think that when somebody's on a bread line that, oh, well, fuck them. Cause if someone's on a bread line, we're all on the bread line. They don't seem to grasp that. I bleed and I proudly have a bleeding heart. There's nothing to apologize for. And if somebody says, I want to be called what I want to be called, I don't say, oh, God. You just, you call them what they want to be called because you're a normal person. You want to live in a decent community that gives a shit about having a functioning society that's not filled with damaged people 
They don't seem to understand that. They damage people all the time. Damaging people is the, it's like the, it is the Republican platform. Spreading confusion, dissension, division. But they don't ever add. They add nothing. They want to cultivate a society of wounded people. Wounded and left behind people kissing up, kicking down the weakest assholes on the planet. There is nothing weaker than sucking up and kicking down. They don't have the strength to reach behind them and say, what can I do to help? These people make me sick. And that's when I see these idiots dancing at the Republican Christmas party. Well, enjoy your Christmas party because you're going to have a nice, I guess, uh, Republican funeral coming up. You know this is a super spreader event. These fuckers can't even not super spread in the White House. And trust me, they're not going to get Twitler's treatment at the socialized medicine of Walter Reed. They're not going to have 19 doctors wondering, oh, please, please, Twitler, don't die on us, Twitler. Who will tweet lies about liberate Michigan and liberate Virginia if you die? Who will tweet bullshit and keep us divided? Who will suck Putin's ass? Who will beg Putin to be a buddy? Who will kiss Kim Jong-un's ass? If not you, who? Who will call somebody fat on a misspelled tweet? Who will pardon war criminals? Please, Twitler, don't die. Jesus Christ. These fuckers. No, no, Republicans, this is them. That's what they think freedom. Oh, we're free. Look, we should be dancing. Yeah. We should be getting COVID. Yeah. We should be fucking killing each other and not giving a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should be making this country shit. We are making it shit. Yeah, we got a con man. My con man make me high. My con man make me low. We should be dancing on each other's graves. Oh my god. Look at these assholes. <laughs> we should be We should be killing everybody. Yeah. Hi! I'm gonna die soon. 
Hi, I'm spreading all my sickness. Spreading a psychological sickness just isn't enough. We gotta spread an actual sickness. Oh, God. <laughs> I love the lady that waves. Hi, everybody. Where is she? Hi, I'm an old bitch. I don't like black people. That's really what she says. If you gave Republicans a truth serum, <laughs> that's what she'd be saying. Hi, I hate Blackie. I don't want to hear it. You know, all lives matter. Oh, I'm not racist, though. Oh, you're just telling everybody we're racist. So lazy. Don't you hate being called racist when you know you're not racist? You just don't like brown people. You just don't like riots. But you do, you don't have, you don't mind when uh, white supremacists knock through doors and uh, storm government buildings with M16s. Hi. <gasps> you should be dancing. They don't look very healthy to me. Like, oh my God. Could you imagine? I would never stumble in there. Of course, because I'm not a dumbass. But all of the people that work there, they had to deal with this shit? These fucking idiots? A conga line. Everybody, look, I have COVID. Look, now you hold the Trump flag. Now you pass it around. Yay. And then touch your face. Trump. Holy shit. Really? The BG, how the, L says Darth, how dare these assholes play the BGs? Exactly. I'm trying to look if I recognize anybody. There, this is in Queens, supposedly. Look at these idiots. They got one token black person. It's so true. Representing. Oh, they must think they're. That's what it is. They they think they're not racist because there's a black couple there. That's their human shield. We're not racist. See, we're. We love life. We love it so much. We're, look, only people who love life go on a conga line. Is there anything more white than a conga line? I have to ask. <laughs> really? As I say, isn't this true, though? I always say that Twitler is unfit to lead a drunken conga line, much less a modern nation, and here they are on a conga line. Exactly. And it is true. Richard says uh, the video proves how inhumane Republicans can be. It's true. That's uh, nails it. It's not about you, white cracker. It's not about 
you, lady in the bad shirt. It's not about you, shirtless, uh, sleeveless. It's not about you, lady in the black. It's not about you, tubby with the red hat. It's not about you, lady with the bad haircut. I mean, I should talk. It's not about you. It's not about you. Or you, stupid fedora moron. It's not about you, human shield. It's not about you, white hair. It's not about you, baldy. It's not about you. It's about us and those that might not have to be prematurely dead. This is why you don't see this happening in New Zealand. You see this in New Zealand, guys. You see video of a bunch of assholes on a conga line. No. That's why New Zealand had, well, I don't know about now if they're still what the situation is. I think they're actually in pretty good shape. But they were having sporting events and stadiums, and they were they were able to keep this virus under control. And when it breaks out, they do contact tracing. And they narrow it down. So they don't have idiots going, oh, we're free. We can do whatever we want. Everybody else can go to hell. And not just everybody. You can die. We can die. Whatever. They can spread their fucking sickness. They spread. It's not just COVID they're spreading. They're spreading a mental illness. Sickness. Selfishness. Psychopathy, psychopathy, psychopathy. And it's what they're doing to the people that are sacrificing everything, that are burnt out on the front lines, right here in Queens. And these fuckers on a conga line, I swear to God, if I see, if any of, if you're a nurse or a doctor out there and you see this video and one of these fuckers, comes to your or maybe it's not them maybe it's their grandmother or their whoever their mother or somebody else that they love if they have the ability to love i highly doubt it but they come to your hospital for help fucking slam the door give the bed to somebody who's not an asshole tell them go go you're free you're free to go Try to breathe. So the the club's party hosted at least 50 guests indoors at an Italian restaurant, Il Bacco. This was all over the news this morning on the local news. People were like, uh, people were appalled. But isn't that the reaction? Right? People are appalled when you see Republicans in action. Right. <sighs> Let's see. Because uh, we, we're in lockdown. There's restrictions. I don't know why. The, well, like I said, different rules for Republicans. Even though New York prohibited gatherings of more than 10 people, the event occurred before New York Governor Andrew Cuomo halted indoor dining, 
Robert Horncock, a spokesman for the Whitestone Republican Club, told the Daily Eagle that the party attendees followed state COVID-19 restrictions. Really? Oh, yeah, don't believe your lion eyes. Believe the con man's acolyte. The America Hate and Greed Center death cult that had a small little gathering. We held an intimate gathering observing all COVID guidelines. I don't know what, where are the COVID guidelines about drunken conga lines? Maskless drunken conga lines? Every attendee was told to wear a mask and everyone had one on when Entering, oh, isn't that funny? Because it stops working when you take it off and you get together. When you're outside, you're wearing the mask. It doesn't really uh, matter if you take it on when you're, when you, if you take it off when you're indoors with your rest of your freak show. Oh, God. If you're there, if there is a God, which I highly doubt, Please, please, please teach these bastards a lesson. If uh, if you answer my prayer, I will. I won't be forced to turn to Satan with my request. Sincerely, Tara Devlin. Everyone there had a great time, and we were pleased that we gave people that time to be together with others of like mind and spirit. You know, like, uh, like the same mind to destroy America, to overturn the election and give it to the con man, the tax-cheating, draft-dodging, dictator-envying con man with a fake university and a vitamin scam. We need to be of like mind and get together. Let's see. Like mind and spirit. You don't have a spirit, honey. You got a black hole where you put shit in and you hope it distracts you from the the great knowing that you will one day step off this mortal coil and the world will be better off for it. As we get ready to move forward into what will hopefully be a much better 2021. Amen to that. And it will be a much better 2021. It will be a lot better if we get John Ossoff and... Uh, Reverend Warnock elected. Get rid of these right-wing bastards. The gathering took place when the state averaged... Oh, wait, this is just the article talking, not the Republican. The gathering took place when the state averaged about 10,400 new cases a day. New York has documented a total of almost... 860,000 cases. Well, it'll be some more before the Republicans are through. And that's the point. 
you don't know you're in a Republican administration unless there's needless death. Unless there's needless death and bread lines and people who don't give a shit about it. Oh, God. The owners of Il Baco, the restaurant that hosted the party, filed a class action lawsuit against the city and state officials earlier this year for banning indoor dining. Well, it must be another Trump and Z. Restaurant owner Tina Marie Apedisano told the Queen's Daily Eagle that the restaurant followed coronavirus restriction rules for the gathering. That party was absolutely not in violation. We did exactly what we were told as, sure, that's what we do as Republicans. Every single person that walked into the business was checked and given a temperature check, hopefully rectally, but no, I doubt it. The spread of the party video comes after the White House held several holiday parties, including at least 25 indoors. Other Republican leaders include Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves, held at least three holiday parties at his mansion. Oh, God, help us. And Governor Florida Ron DeSantis hosted a party for state legislators this week. Hopefully they'll be joining... Um, they'll be joining... What's his name? Herman Cain. In hell soon enough. I don't know. Holy shite. Guys, guys, guys. I'm gonna... We're gonna say goodnight for now. Exactly. I agree. Robert Her... Her... Excuse me. I can't talk. Robert Heron, I agree with you 100%. Thank you, Robert. Keep coming back. And tell your friends. John LaPlante says, why does the electorate tolerate this? Why were so many Republicans reelected? Exactly. Why does this behavior continue with impunity? Exactly. Why? Because the Republicans have a head start with on us because they own they own the right wing media. They own the media. It really is true. We have a corporate media that's not a it's not a left wing media, and we have a fascist media. And then on the internet, it's all there's no holds barred. And we know because the right wingers whined and complained, and also because Jeff, uh, what's his name, Zuckerberg, Mark, not Jeff. Mark Zuckerberg is such a fascist freak himself and a sociopath. They have manipulated the algorithm on Facebook to to show more right-wing content because they complained, because right-wingers complained and said they were being suppressed. They weren't, no one's suppressing them. They're always under attack, though. You don't see liberals doing that. Remember when the IRS was supposedly attacking the right-wingers? No, they were, what the IRS was doing, it was doing 
its job. In fact, of course, we have to make note of it uh, of the fact that it was a Republican who was pulling these specific Tea Party groups that were these anti-tax, anti-American. Well, there's anti-government, meaning anti-American, but in their minds, they're some kind of. I don't. I have no idea what they are. They're patriots, but they're they're cuckoo. They're they have it exactly backwards. But they were trying to get tax-free status by presenting themselves as uh, community, as groups that enhance the community. I don't know, some under some, some, what were they trying to say? They were public interest groups or something. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is they were trying to get 50C3 tax exemption from the government that they hate, of course. And of course they were pulled. They, the liberal groups were also pulled to be investigated. So they asked them further questions. This wasn't uh, harassment. They were doing their jobs, vetting the the companies or the so-called groups, uh, whatever the hell they were, to see if they actually deserved tax-free status, if they were actually operating in the public interest. But then they whined, we're being attacked by asking us questions, but they actually turned down more liberal groups than they did conservative groups because everybody's so, um, uh, they're so triggered that we don't want the the, uh, conservatives to say that we're targeting them. You see how that works? But the liberals just take their lumps and they're like, okay, we didn't get the tax-free status. They don't go, we are under attack. We can't stand them. All right, guys, we'll see. Maybe we'll have a show tomorrow. Uh, What's today? Holy shit. It's almost Christmas, but who cares? I don't know. It's Christmas in lockdown this year. And I got to tell you, do I have to tell you? I don't know. My birthday is December 27th. Yeah, and I'm, I'm guilting you. If you're a listener, you like the show, you like the the dancing, the free dancing that happens sometimes that breaks out, become a patron at patreon.com. Do you like, I don't know, other the commentary, the unapologetic liberal ass-kicking? Then become a patron. Become a patron. And then we're going to, well, give the show a good review. We're going to be on Rockfin soon. Very, very soon. Yeah, Christmas is canceled this year, pretty much. I'm not doing anything. I'm staying home. It's going to be me and the cats. Nobody's going out. And I'm not doing anything on my birthday either. I probably just dance by myself. I could be dancing, yeah. So that was good. It felt good to dance a little. Does anybody remember dancing? Does anybody remember laughter? 
All right, guys. Thank you, Robin M., for your super chat. And thank you all for everything. Hopefully, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Maybe I'll do a show tomorrow. Who cares, right? That's how we have to roll. If you want to have a show at a set time every day, then you must become a patron or something. Support the show. Support the liberal media. You guys are great. We have more ass-kicking to do, so I've hopefully we'll see. Hopefully I'll see you tomorrow. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. Become a patron. Follow me on Twitter. Share the show with your friends. Give the show a good review on iTunes. These are all things you can do to help the show grow. Also, you can join our Discord community. That's also fun. Because then you get to see pictures of other people and, you know, the Tara Buster community. Well, what am I doing here? And pictures of pets, cats, dogs, people, everybody. Comet, Kaya, Buttons, all kinds of people and their pets. And Francis Jr. Jr., Tara Jr. Jr. Who else is on there? Let's see. If you're not on the Discord, you're missing you're missing out. Because then you can always get in touch with everybody. That's nice to know. Isn't it? Who else do we have on here? May May. Oh, great. They just that's the cat. Just pulled out the light switch. Great. Olive. Little Olive. Hazel. Who else? A dirty old man named Thor. Those are covert white rabbits. Charges. And, of course, who else is here? All right, whatever. Hmm. Guys, 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 become a patron. You know it. I know it. We will win if we stick together. And I'm sorry, we don't have any billionaire benefactors, so we need each other. We stick to we stick together. We win is the way of life. We it has to be. Well, it is. It is the way of life. We will win. My name is Tara Devlin. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. And we don't have to apologize for being right, correct, and I'm trying to say, okay, I'll say it again. We stick together. We win. I'll see you very soon.